Justine Houston, host of the For the Love of Yourself podcast. I'm a certified holistic health coach and nutritionist. As a nutritionist, I empower my clients to stop trusting diets and to start trusting their bodies. I'm here to share with you just how smart your body is and also here to empower you to love your body as it is. Eat in a way that makes you feel good, be confident, and help you show up better each and every day. On this podcast, I talk about intuitive eating, dieting, and mindset. I want this to be your dose of weekly inspiration and motivation, or just some positive content to listen to. I post every week on Thursdays, 7 a.m. PST, so make sure you subscribe to this podcast so you never miss an episode, and let's get on to today's episode. Hi, hello. Welcome back to the podcast. So I recorded this podcast episode before the holidays and TBH life just gets in the way and I didn't post it, but I was listening back to it and I still think it's valuable and I still think it holds value beyond the holidays because um, I do talk about like what happens after the holidays and weight and how we eat differently when we're around our family and all those things. So since we're coming out of that season, I thought this would be a perfect time to post it anyways. So I hope you enjoy this episode and I'll see you at the the next clip or at the end of the episode or whatever. I don't know how to transition. So see ya. Bye. Hi, hello. Welcome back to the podcast. I hope you are having an amazing day and I wanted to say thank you so much. If you're coming back listening to the podcast, if you're a frequent listener, there are there are quite a bit of you who are frequent listeners, and I just want to say I appreciate you so much for coming back. If you're new here, I appreciate you for being here. Hope you enjoy this episode, um, as well as share this episode with someone if you enjoy it when you're done listening to it, or if you get really good takeaway from listening to the episode, share it with a friend or family member or on Instagram, whatever works best for you or whatever you feel inclined to do. So with the holidays coming around, I feel inclined to talk about the stresses and anxieties and just all of the things that happen around the holidays. Like diet culture is so prevalent um, after the holiday season, which is the more obvious one, but also it's very, very, very alive and thriving during the holiday season and so I know a lot of us think about like when the holidays come around you know we gather we eat a lot of food we eat foods we normally wouldn't eat maybe you tend to overeat which we will talk about later in the episode um but these are all viewed as like um viewed as okay in the moment but not okay to do all year. Can we stop? <laughs> and um, diet culture is very like well and alive and thriving during the holiday season, even though we're not so heavily, most of us aren't so heavily focused on like losing weight or dieting or being really healthy. But just the fact that we all have this mindset around like, oh, I'm being bad right now. Oh, you know, I really shouldn't have that second piece of pie, but I'm going to do it anyways. Um, all of these weird thoughts that we have around food when it comes to the holidays is diet culture. And I think it's very important to bring this up. And that's why I'm bringing it up. Um, but if you 
feel like this, I would just like you to ask yourself, why do I feel like it's okay for me to eat mac and cheese and mashed potatoes in the same meal, um, like during Thanksgiving or Christmas, but why is it never okay during the rest of the year? Why do I watch my carb intake during the rest of the year? And why do I allow myself to let go during the holidays? Now, let's go through some reasons why you may feel the desire to let go of these restrictions during the holidays because there's many reasons. And I don't think that they're all bad reasons, but our perception of the motivation behind letting go of restriction during the holidays is the most important part here. So I want you to be aware, first of all, be aware of what you're thinking and what your motivation is. And second, your your perception of it and making sure that it's aligned with you and your values. So some of the reasons that you may feel the desire to let go of restrictions during the holidays. The first one that comes to mind for me is the feeling of like safety, like positive feelings. Um, And I think this is the one that is the most easily skewed into a negative. So when you think about the holidays, typically you are relaxed because you're not you know, stressed at work, you don't have normal everyday anxieties, you're having fun, maybe you're on vacation. So when we're relaxed, we tend to let loose a little, let go of the rigid, rigidity, I don't know if that's a word, the rigid, rigid parts of our lifestyle. Um, also, we feel safe and comfortable around our family members who we choose to spend time with. So it allows us to put our bodies and ourselves, but um, mainly uh, right now I'm talking about your body because when you are on a diet or you're restricting yourself, you put your body in a state of scarcity and a state of fear. And so when you allow yourself to be in a scenario where you feel comfortable and safe with other people, aka the holidays, then you're putting your body in a situation or a setting where it can feel safe and relaxed. And so this happens a lot when people choose to get off of diets or stop restricting themselves is their bodies start to feel relaxed and safe. And what happens when this hap- when you decide to do this is you start eating more food. And it doesn't I'm not talking about like overeating and like gaining a bunch of weight. That could happen, but what happens is your body has a moment to feel okay, and then so it wants to just get the nutrients and the calories that it's been craving, and then you'll go back to normal to normal eating patterns to normal living. But at first, it'll be, um, it'll just be a lot different because if you've been restricting and say you've been eating a uh, thousand calories a day for a couple months or a couple weeks, and then all of a sudden you allow your body to feel safe, then your body's going to reach closer to what it needs, which is probably like 2000 or more calories, especially in the beginning when your body is the most heightened in that fear state. So the holidays allows you to get into a setting where you don't have to feel like this. And then so we feel inclined and our bodies encourage us to eat more. Um, 
Another one is just celebrating in general or having a gathering of some sorts or being thankful, um, giving Thanksgiving. You know, these are all moments in our lives where are they're usually revolved around food. Now, I don't think having celebrations and traditions around food is a bad thing at all. I actually think it's a beautiful thing. I think it's a great thing. It symbolizes so much from our past, you know, of like past famines that we've had where we didn't have enough food. And it's such a beautiful thing that we live in the year 2021 and we have access to so much great food. So, so much clean food, clean water to wash our vegetables in. Um, you know, the animals that sacrificed their lives, which I guess that could be <laughs> taken a little political, but you know what I mean? Like there's so much to be thankful for. And so having food, and of course we eat three times a day, like having food about, uh, having food present and kind of the centerpiece of these celebrations, I think is really important for us as humans and us as families and just gathering together and just a really great way to ground us as families and friends. Um, so these are some reasons why you may feel inclined to eat a little bit more. Um, the other, and then here's some reasons where it might feel a little bit more, or actually, so those were all reasons that I think are really beneficial and good things to good things to have awarenesses around. And if you do notice like, oh yeah, I do feel like relaxed and at peace when I'm with my family during the holidays and no wonder I stuff my face full of pumpkin pie or whatever. I want you to just like have this podcast episode in the back of your mind and remember that it's not a bad thing for that to happen. It's actually a good thing for you and your mindset and for your body. Now, the next reasons I'm going to talk about right here in a moment are things that could increase the likelihood of you overeating or binge eating on holidays. Um, so if you feel like, oh yeah, I always overeat or I have binge cycles when the holidays come around, um, these are reasons why that might be happening, but also these reasons can influence, um, the reasons I previously stated and have them be more heightened moments of eating, if that makes sense. Um, so some of these reasons are the, the basic one, the one that hopefully if you've been listening to this podcast is very clear and blunt to you, but I will, I'm happy to repeat myself. Um, and that is that you have been restricting yourself. So now you have an increased likelihood or you probably will overeat or binge eat. So when you don't allow your body to eat enough calories, or if you have a restrictive mindset around food at all, what happens is very interesting. So our body has a ton of mechanisms inside of it to help us survive, to help us survive through famines, through starvation periods, um, and beyond that, to help you fight off a flu, to help you digest your food, to make sure you know when to go to the bathroom. Like our body has so many mechanisms that were just built inside of us. It's hardwired in us. And one of those is making sure we have enough energy storage to live life, to do it just the bare minimum 
But beyond that, like if you're walking and you're talking and you're interacting with people or if you exercise, these are all things that require energy. And so if you're not allowing your body to have enough energy, then your body is going to do anything and everything that it can to get that energy storage back. So if you've been restricting your calories for quite some time, the likelihood of you increasing your calories during the holidays is really high because your body will be very heightened. What happens is this chemical goes off in your brain and it makes food look, smell, and taste extra, extra, extra delicious. And it is way more like craving, like you have higher cravings, you have more cravings than you would if you allowed yourself to eat whatever, whenever, however much you want, aka being an intuitive eater. Um, so this happens during the holidays. It happens with a lot of people. Okay, so the second reason I'm going to talk about is having food rules or having diet culture very prevalent or present in your life. So if you look at foods as good and bad or anything else that you can think of when it comes to a food, a food group, um, certain amount of calories, different types of ingredients, um, whatever food rule that you follow and that you're subject to, that food rule is something that you most likely have all the time whenever you think about eating, whether you choose to eat the food or you choose not to eat the food. So let's say, for instance, let's talk about... um, Let's talk about oil. So I see this a lot in the vegan community. People being afraid of oil. Now, (laughs) people don't admit to being afraid of oil, but that's what's going on here. So if you have this idea in your head that oil makes you fat, oil isn't good for your um, bloodstream, oil clogs your arteries, oil um, is excess calories, it's unnecessary calories, Oil is a dense calorie. Oil is unnatural. It's processed. The list goes on and on and on. So you have all these ideas about oil, whether they're true or not. But essentially what's happening here is you have demonized oil. You have decided in your head, oil is bad. Oil doesn't make me feel good. Oil is in this category because essentially I have this fear around it. Um, Whether you know it's a fear or not. Um, But if these are your reasons behind not eating it, but you still think it's delicious, you still think it makes food taste better, um, you still wish you could eat it, but you don't eat it. If you have those feelings around this food, this is your fear food. This is a food that you're demonizing. So what happens is once you go to the holidays, say the stuffing's cooked with oil, the turkey's cooked with oil, the mashed potatoes have butter in it, which has oil, um, or not oil, but like fat, say they put oil in the mashed potatoes, the gravy has oil, I don't know, everything's got oil in it, and then you're like, well, it's Thanksgiving dinner, I gotta eat anyway, so I'm just gonna eat these things, and what happens is your body, because you have been restricting yourself from this food for so long, or even a short amount of time, but just the fact that you have this food on your bad list or your no list, What happens is your brain takes that in as, oh, I am being bad. I'm a bad person because I've given into this thing that I'm not supposed to do. And it's way more complex than way more complex than that. There's many layers to why 
we choose to eat foods that we think are bad. Um, so if you want to dig deeper on that and get rid of these fear foods, I would recommend joining my group, um, justinefuston.com slash group coaching, I believe, or you can email me Justine Fuston or Justine at justinefuston.com or send me a DM or something. I would recommend joining my group or um, signing up for coaching with me because there's so many layers and so many psych psychological reasons why we choose to eat foods that we don't want to eat or that we think are bad for our health but we still do it anyways and we still crave them you don't have to crave them and you don't have to eat these foods but if you're having a hard time sticking to this then there's a problem psychologically that's going on so you're never going to fix it unless you dig down and find like dig through the layers and find out what's actually going on so that is a reason why you could be overeating is because you allow yourself to indulge in it and then the sad part is which this happens a lot this used to happen to me happens to family members is you will you allow yourself in the moment to indulge but then you feel guilty about it after and the guilt um doesn't take you anywhere positive the guilt actually hold you back from making long sustainable changes when it comes to healthy eating and having a healthy relationship with food so guilt not a good thing diet culture not a good thing <laughs> bad foods good foods food morality not a good thing those are the reasons why you give in to the overeating or the binge eating during the holidays um, or just unhealthy eating that you wouldn't normally want to do. Um, so I guess I'll share with you my experience with the holidays in the past and now today how it's totally different than it used to be. So I remember in the peak of my, um, my weight loss journey when I was exercising like twice a day and counting calories and clean eating at this point any occasion like vacation or holidays those were my moments or like special nights out those were my moments to indulge so the holidays were really big for me when I was dieting or when I was a dieter because it allowed me to eat all the foods that I wouldn't normally eat I can eat a bunch of them um I I remember because I didn't allow myself to eat many calories I used to itch for that really full sensation and feeling really full would satisfy me in a very odd way it wasn't like it felt good because and I talk about this in my group coaching program it never felt good to be that full um and it it would be uncomfortable and like overindulging it would end in like guilt and all those things so it never felt good in that way but it felt good in a sense almost like I had control over the situation and um that I was like rewarding myself like I was strong during the week or the months leading up to that and so I would allow myself to indulge and like do whatever and kind of just like forget forget about myself use it in almost a numbing way which is very common with um, restrictive eaters or emotional eaters they use food as this coping mechanism and maybe you don't do this like every weekend or something but maybe you emotionally eat during the holidays um, and just allow yourself to completely let go and have that moment to like feel nothing or to feel good before you go back to normal everyday life 
So I would do that a lot um, during the holidays. And then I would quickly go back to exercising. And I would even like exercise on holidays, which I don't think there's anything wrong with that. But for my sake, it was like to spike my hunger levels um, so I could eat more and more and more. That was my holiday experience eating for quite a few years. That was when it was its most extreme. And yeah, I would just eat a lot. I would have no shame around it because I was thin and I was exercising. But really, there was much, much more going on. I do remember before then, you know, having diet culture influence my life as a younger, like preteen or teen before I really got heavy into dieting, but I was still very influenced. Sometimes I would not want to have as much food on my plate just for the sake of judgment and of other people. Like I wouldn't want other people to judge what I was eating or how much I was eating. Um, so I would hold back or restrict in that sense. I've gone through the many phases of dieting during the holidays. So now what my holiday meals look like, they're very, very different. Um, now during the holidays, I always serve myself a normal amount of food that I would eat any other day. Um, and I really choose what I like. Um, I've noticed recently when I go to a holiday gathering or like even a wedding or something like that, I really, really love like the fresh vegetables, like the salads and like the fruits and stuff. I think because it gives me, I don't know, it gives me like this bright energy from all the nutrients or something. I don't know. I just love, um, I love it. And I also have noticed for me, I love like chewing a lot like when I'm eating with other people so like something like a salad is really nice to just munch on for a while my plate is always normal looking um there's not too much food on there and the other thing that I do differently now is if I don't feel like finishing I just don't and I toss the plate or save the leftovers or if there's something that I really enjoyed a lot I will go back for seconds but it won't be like an over an overindulging moment for me. It'll just be like, wow, that was delicious. And also feeling very neutral about the food itself. Um, before it was like this Thanksgiving day food or the Christmas food, especially the dessert table was like this golden apple, this like thing that I had to like make a huge moment about and a huge big deal to myself about. And now it's just like delicious food that I would see any other day. Um, so that relationship there has changed a lot for me, which I find very interesting. That's very fun. Um, I also don't overindulge on drinking anymore, which is something I did a lot when I dieted is I would drink a lot on holidays because maybe I'd want to eat more or because I, um, wouldn't allow myself to drink or huge one. I was just uncomfortable in my body. So I'd rather be drunk than feel my body be full or whatever. Um, and then the last one is I continue to stay to a normal amount of fullness when I'm done eating. So um, if you're familiar with the intuitive eating, like hunger fullness scale, um, if you want to learn more about that, just check out my Instagram probably or DM me. I can tell you about it. Um, but I always make sure that I get to like a six to a seven or six to an eight 
eights pushing it, but six to eights like comfortable for me for a fullness. And I always stay in that range. I never really go beyond because it makes me uncomfortable. It makes me not really want to be with people anymore. Um, it just makes my time not enjoyable. So that's really how I navigate my meals now um, compared to how I used to. All the reasons that I stated before in the beginning of the episodes were reasons that I would overeat on most holidays or undereat on holidays. Um, and here's how I just intuitively eat on the holidays now. So um, if you want to practice intuitive eating during the holidays or leading up to the holidays, my tips are to use the hunger fullness scale. Um, also add a little satisfaction scale. That's something I've been having my clients do that they really love. And I think it's very helpful, um, especially if you are a restrictive eater. Satisfaction scale is very, very, very important, as well as allowing yourself to have permission to eat whatever foods that you normally get super excited to eat during the holidays. Um, say it's just like dessert and you don't allow yourself to eat dessert. I would start practicing eating dessert leading up to then. So then when the moment comes, you don't feel so overly abnormally um, happy and like stimulated from dessert. It just becomes like a normal part of your day in your life. Um, so those are my two tips for you. Also food journaling. Food journaling is a great one. Um, you don't have to food journal on the holidays, but if you food journal leading up to the holidays, I guarantee you're going to be so much closer to being an intuitive eater than you ever have before, besides when, before you started dieting. Um, so I sell a food journal. Um, I have the 2021, no, I have the 2020 version of my food journal, on my website. I'll also link it in the show notes. It's always linked there. It's on sale right now. Um, and if you'd like to gift a food journal to a friend or family member that you think would enjoy it, that would be really awesome. Um, I've gifted a couple and my family members really, really love them. They actually use them, which is really cool. So those are my three tips for you. If you are trying to navigate the holiday season, trying to be an intuitive eater, or you would like to be an intuitive eater, those are my tips for you. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Um, I don't know if you can tell, but I have had so much coffee today, <laughs> so much caffeine, um, just had a matcha. So yeah, that's pretty much it. I am holding my little baby kitten here with me. He's been like sleeping. He's so cute, but he's also really naughty. So, um, if you want to see my kitten, check him out on my Instagram stories. Um, I post about him sometimes and yeah, thank you so much for being here. Everything that I talked about will be linked in the description and yeah, I hope you guys have a wonderful holiday season and I'll see you in the next one. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode. I hope you got so much value out of it. And if you did, I would love it if you would leave a ratings and review or share it with a family member. It helps the podcast rank up. So when people are searching for content like this, it's easier for them to find it. If you would like to work with me and have me as your health coach and nutritionist, I would love to work with you. You can go to my website, justinefuston.com slash coaching to work with me. I offer one-on-one coaching programs as well as group coaching program. I also sell a food journal if you're interested in doing some work on your own as well as some freebies that I have. So you can check that all out on my website, justinefuston.com. And I hope you have a wonderful day. Thank you.